I'm not the kind of girl you see on TV Won't even find me only in the streets Oh honey, I will love you to the end Be your best friend Classy lady, can't you see? Tweet a tweet a dab a tweetin' daddy Show people to tweet dab a tweetin' today I will love you to the end Be your best friend Classy lady, can't you see? Do it up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Do it up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Do it up a tweetin' Thank you so much for tuning in to Introducing Sasha Frank, the series. And as always, I like to do a little recap of last week's episode. So in a nutshell, last week's episode is, you know, how dreams turn to reality. And a lot of times we have to kind of look at our surroundings and just really... Of course, we're to be fearless, but also use discernment in the places that we go and the things that we do and our habits, bad habits that we kind of come up with um, in the process of life. For me, as you know, in the last episode, I pretty much talked about how, you know, I developed a bad habit where after me getting home from, from work and from school and just being in traffic, crazy traffic, LA traffic, Um, You know, I just was kind of tired and I would literally just park in front of my place, my apartment, and I would sit down in my apartment or in the, the car and I would pretty much, you know, reply to different texts that I wasn't able to because I was driving responsibly. And, you know, I would also, you know, I would start to look on social media And I would reply to different things on there. And I just got caught up in all this world of everything in the car. And, um, you know, (laughs) it just got really comfortable. And with my car, like I said, every time I turn off the ignition, take the keys out, it unlocks my door. And so in that process, I ended up having a dream about me being in the car. And and so in a nutshell... (laughs) by having the dreams it kind of foretold something to come and kind of prepared me and so it just helped me see things differently and start taking different steps that um could help me be more safer because in actuality that is something that is very possible to have happened if i didn't take the steps um otherwise and just taking safety precautions in everyday life being woman being you know um just in a new surrounding and just, you know, even though a place might seem very safe, you just never know. And you just always want to um, just use your discernment. Of course, not always having your your guard up so, so high, but in certain areas, in certain places where you feel like you need to, then listen to it because God tells you different things so that you can listen to it and that they don't come to pass so that you can be protected and so that you can move forward in life and and learn from those lessons and just make better decisions on forward. And so with all of that being said, I just want to transition into what I want to talk about next in the next episode. And 
let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> so, as you know, you know, the transition was pretty much going pretty well. I had the job, I had, you know, the close proximity, and just everything was going well, like I said. Has that ever been the case for you? Where everything was going perfectly and you know, the job, the salary amount, you were having extra money, being paid bonuses, and just having all this ups um, in your life when, you know, you were so used to the downs that you were so used to having. Like for me, like I said, graduating college, it wasn't the easiest for me. And I found myself one of the many who slipped through the cracks. So just having this little bit of light being shown through a little crack of it, it just kind of really gave me hope. It really did. So much hope. But in the time of having this um, hopefulness, you also have to be mindful of who you let in your circle as well. And again, you have to learn from old mistakes and not bring those old mistakes with you, but instead learn from them and move on from them. And that was something that I kind of did not really learn, um, which in this season, I ended up being connected um, back to a guy that I dated for some time. And he was the guy who, you know, I thought was the one he mentioned marriage and, you know, all this stuff, which was, you know, amazing. And that was definitely something that could have come to play but God kind of like separated us um well actually that's a little bit too much of the story I'll finish that story later but um in a nutshell like we started reconnecting especially after you know right before I moved I reconnected back to him and I basically um was seeing how he was doing catching up and he was saying everything was good and then he also ended up saying he had a dream about me and in the dream, basically, he said that, you know, I was going through a roller coaster ride and, you know, he was just like, is everything OK? And to be honest with you, at that time, I was going through a roller coaster ride of emotions and just all this crazy stuff just happening. And um, so it was like literally right on point. And so from that that conversation, we kind of continued on in conversation. And, you know, when I moved, I ended up continuing the conversation and we ended up getting together a couple times I think we went to like a horse race um and we went to the movies just dinner and we just kind of picked up where we left off but in that time I also like met another person who I wasn't really dating or anything but he um I met him at a networking event and basically he said he worked a lot and that he sometimes wanted to unwind and have someone to unwind with, like by going to dinner and just having conversation, not having to think about work. And so he basically was like, yeah, you know, if you ever want to have dinner with me and stuff like that, no strings attached and just, you know, conversation. And so I just was like, okay, you know, it's cool. We can do that. He was a nice person. And so I continued to, um, we went on the first um, little dinner thing um, and it was a place it was it was good and the conversation was good so we continued to go on in conversation and um, 
all the while uh, the second time came around and we continued with good conversation. But then um, the third one came around and or in the second time, like it showed me some of his characteristics, like he was mean to the waiter and it, like, I just felt like I had to overcompensate for him, like for his behavior. And then like um, a couple different times, he it almost felt like he was selling me a dream <laughs> because I always imagine myself being like the first lady. Like, I don't know, like my friends would call me Mrs. Obama and um, I just kind of would like to think that <laughs> and so um yeah so he just was like yeah you know my job they're grooming me to this position and so like I will be um head over this and just selling me this dream almost and so then he also goes into say what did he say he was like yeah you know so the person that I'm supposed to marry they have to be okay with being in front of cameras and whatever he was saying just selling this dream and I was like wow like that kind of actually fits my vision a little bit and so um <laughs> of how I seen my future of um whatever and so I just started to kind of we went on the third thing and then like this time around it was with his friends and then afterwards he was like yeah you know we've been knowing each other for some time and I was thinking that maybe we should you know take things further and you should become uh, think about maybe we can be in a relationship just different stuff like this and um, I just was so confused because from the beginning, he said no strings attached. And yes, we had good conversation, but it was just, um, I don't know if it was something that developed over time, like feelings or whatever that is. Um, but he ended up telling me. And so he sold me on this dream. And and then like um, we met the fourth time and like it just felt like everything was going wrong. Like his personality was just antsy and over the roof and again he was mean to the waiter I wasn't really at peace and I just was like there was just so much turmoil going on that I didn't really know how to explain what was going on it just was so much it wasn't a peaceful thing anymore it just maybe those questions and that day just everything came to a hedge and it just felt like yeah, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and then the pressure of him wanting to be in a relationship, it just was so much. And so um, then around that time, I kind of, I guess in a sense, I just was like going on dates. I wasn't necessarily, um, like I was just, you know, going on dates, getting to know people and rekindle the things that, um, the conversations that I had in other um, time parts of my life I guess and so then this other person comes you know it's a, around the same time and and then um, we kind of continued the conversation and it was a crazy situation because I just felt like every time he would come into my life something crazy happened not like that but like once he or something we experienced something crazy together and so I think he was dropping me off before I moved back to my parents' house. So this was like right when I graduated college, I ended up moving off campus for the first time. And um, this place that I stayed, 
my roommate, she came into the place after I cooked dinner um, because it was his birthday. And so she came out of her room because she was asleep and we were in the living room in the kitchen. And then she just, he said it looked like her eyes were like going crazy and it looked like she was on drugs and it was just a whole situation. And so that time he experienced that with me and then that was pretty much right before I ended up moving back with my parents because that was a crazy situation that I did not want any part of. And so um, that happened and just a bunch of other stuff happened. So I ended up moving. But this time around, um, he we go and have like dinner or whatever. And then um, he's about to drop me off home. And we're right in front of the place. And then all of a sudden, like my <laughs> my um, area that I stayed in was pretty quiet. Like I felt like it was um, pretty quiet for the most part. And maybe on Saturday you might hear music or whatever. But um, this night when we he was dropping me off, then like all of a sudden you just hear this lady just crying and you can just hear it echoing throughout the neighborhood and he's just like what's going on and and it just was another crazy situation and (laughs) kind of embarrassing I was like what's going on like every time I'm around you something um you see something crazy (laughs) um but typically my my life has been like pretty normal (laughs) um living here but you just happen to always see the worst And um, so, yeah, one thing that I want you guys to kind of see in this is, you know, when you have a time of everything going good, you kind of have this sense of wanting of just happening to allow things to stray you and to kind of keep your mind focused on other things when you should be focused on the primary reason that you went and moved in the first place. And so I was having this time where I was supposed to be focused on other things, which I was, but I was also squeezing in the other time to, to like get to know other people and just, I don't know, sometimes you're, you're not supposed to bring people into that next phase and, um, and different characteristics that you see in different people, like I've talked about in some other episodes, like you have to take note of them and realize that if is it being beneficial to you or is it causing you to be drained or um, feeling like it's a toxic relationship? Because at the end with, um, I just felt like that individual who just wanted to have dinner, no strings attached, it was kind of draining, draining and then like pressured, feeling pressured because he wanted something that initially it was never supposed to be. And granted, there are times where friendships develop into something else if it was supposed to happen, but this was not supposed to be the plan. And you just have to realize and take account what you're allowing into your into your circle once again and um (laughs) this is a pattern that if you see from the beginning a couple episodes i'll link it into the description um another episode where i just moved from my parents house back to los angeles you know i started to kind of um in the transition fill my schedule up with things because 
you know, I was trying to find friends and trying to fill a void. And you have to kind of see what your patterns are and why are they your patterns. So in this moment, I kind of want you guys to kind of think of some patterns that you've had that you continuously bring with you that you maybe shouldn't. I'm going to give you guys a few moments to think about it. And then I also want you guys to think of why you bring these these moments back with you. If you've already seen the results of what had happened in the last season or the last chapter, why are you bringing it with you? What are some things that are in you that needs to be removed or healed? What are some hurts or rejections or wounds that need to be addressed so that you can move forward and not have to continue to have these patterns replay in your life. In retrospective, from a retrospective point of view, Um, I know I can see now that, you know, I was just trying to fill the void and, um, by, you know, inviting people into my life or accepting people into my life, it just kind of made me forget the things that I needed healing of. And it made me forget that I was in transition again and, you know, was trying to find my footing again and all of that. Because it's a lot to kind of um, think about. But you just have to kind of really find the reason why you're doing certain things and how you can actually make the decision a decision that will be better beneficial to you be a benefit to you instead of just being a benefit to someone else while draining you and you losing focus and forgetting what the mission was in the first place. You see, my mission in the first place was to go and move to Los Angeles so that, you know, I could learn everything that I needed to learn, cultivate the areas that God had placed in my heart. Um, And then to find different job opportunities and to live in this area. That was my primary thing, to cultivate the areas that I needed to fine tune. And of course, yes, you have to have some fun in all of that, but you have to have the right type of fun. Otherwise, the patterns show that you will be deterred from the primary mission. And before you know it, you were on this way off path when you were supposed to be way over there. And I don't know about you, but just like this year, how time has just literally flown, it's going to continue to flow. It's going to continue to fly and it's going to continue to move regardless of if you're moving forward in your purpose or not. So 
the last question that I want to leave with you is what are you doing with your time? Take account of it. And of course, I've said this a couple of times, but it's something that we always need to kind of have a reminder of, even me. Um, <laughs> this is actually causing me to look at some patterns and it actually reminded me of the patterns that I've had in the past. Like I wasn't really thinking about it too hard until this segment, until this episode. But by doing this episode, now I see the patterns that I continue to fall for or continued to fall for. And I want to continue to make decisions that are not allowing me to fall, but allowing me to move forward and to get closer and move towards purpose, whether moving away from it. So I hope you guys learn from this episode. Um, and until next time.